everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode, episode eight of the Lacrosse Word Podcast. Today here with me, I have Sister Christine Banks. Hello, Sister Banks. Hi, Sam. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Fantastic. Um, so if we're getting right into it, uh, what motivates and inspires you? Why do you get up in the morning? All right, so I am by curse. My, I blame my father, an early riser, but... This little bit of time in the morning is my only me time that I ever get. So that's really a huge motivator to me. Um, I usually like take that time to exercise or read or take care of the dogs or get myself ready. And then um, after I take care of my me time, then I usually wake up the boys for seminary and I, I love to wake them up in the morning. I just love seeing their faces and and just giving them a little bit of snuggle time and and they just inspire me to be the best mom that I can be and um, I love being a mom and a wife and then after I have that little bit of time then I off to work I go and I spend the rest of the day at school with more kids. I I love that you said the me time thing because I am the exact same way that's so much fun I've never met anyone else who's done that but I get up at, at six o'clock every morning. Preferably I get up at like five thirty and then it's just it's just me time. So That's great. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's a great <laughs> practice. In your life, how have you confirmed the teachings and doctrine of the church? Um so I love scripture stories about Jesus with little children. Um, that's just something that I am really drawn to. I love artwork that shows Jesus with little children. Um, I am so inspired by our savior and the love that he has for children. And so every day I have a goal to just be the best that I can to love not only my children, but the children that I work with. Um, there's so many kids in this world that just have so many unfortunate circumstances that they're dealt with. And I witness that daily because I work in a public school and I actually pray daily for these kids that I work with um, just so that they can feel our savior's love through me. If I can be that vessel, then I want them to know that our savior loves them. And, and I try really hard to, to love all the kids that I work with. Very nice heart, heartfelt answer. Thank you. Uh, genealogy is important in the church. What do you know about your name and family history? So my my maiden name is Himes, and I, I think that that's a German name, but I don't know a ton of information about that. I know more my mom's side, and she's, she's a Crockett, and there's some great family history stories. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on forever. There's um, even... Um, a family history story um, that was even showed at a um, a visitor, a church visitor center once of, of one of my ancestors. Um, and my mom also, a little tidbit of information, um, her mother was a Ricks. And so um, those of you who knew that BYU-Idaho used to be called Ricks, I am related to the person that it was originally named after. It was my second great grand uncle, Thomas Eriks. Little tidbit. Wow, very interesting. So, some pretty like deep churchy roots. So, pretty fun. There are. Uh, yep. <clears throat> what is unique about you? 
Um, my kids can attest to the fact that I have a horrible memory. I mean, I always joke that I'm going to have Alzheimer's because I think that I have it all the time anyhow, but um, I do have the worst memory. Um, this is a blessing, but it's also a curse. Um, if, if I make you mad, I won't remember that you're mad at me. Um, so if I do this to anybody in the ward, don't be offended if I say something to make you angry and I come back the next day and act like nothing ever happened is because I truly believe nothing ever happened because I don't remember. Um, so yeah, so I just, um, I don't hold grudges because I don't remember. Um, I'm envious of people, you know, at church who remember conference talks and can pinpoint like quotes and stuff. No, that's not me. Once conference ends, bye-bye. It's all gone. It leaves my brain. Sorry. So that's that's something I've never had to deal with, but that's <laughs> that's funny. I've never been one to be able to also look at conference talks and stuff, but maybe I'm not to your degree yet. We'll see what <laughs> teachers have to, future years have to bring, but I don't know if I'm quite there. <laughs> Uh, so from here, we're going to our rapid fire segment, and these are just some icebreaker questions. Um, okay. If you could serve a mission anywhere in the world, where would it be? Um, I'm not an exotic person at all, and so this might be kind of lame to some people, but I think if I had the opportunity to do a service mission at the Bishop's Storehouse, I would absolutely love to be in that circumstance to help people that maybe are a little bit um, experiencing a rough patch in their life and just be there just to be a little bit of support to them and bring some joy in their life. Yeah, very nice. Uh, do you have a favorite genre of music? So if you would have asked me this in high school, I would have totally said 80s hairband all the way because I went to high school in the 80s. Um, I still enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I like, you know, Queen. I like, you know, you know, all the 80s hairbands, Guns N' Roses, all that. But currently, I would say I listen to children's songs like all the time because Sometimes you can get like a really inspiration, inspirational message, or you might have like a catchy tune, like baby shark that becomes an earworm at one o'clock in the morning. Um, so I guess it is probably kids songs, which actually I have to throw this in when I was thinking about this. Um, and you just had brother Marconi on your podcast last time. He needs to check out the song Puns by Dan Crow because it's totally up his alley. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think it's possible you desire children's songs because the melodies are easier to remember? You know what? <laughs> You're probably absolutely right. Because, it yeah, it has to be a catchy tune for me to remember. So you're 100% right. I'm sure of it. You know, at this point in my life, I think I wish I had the ability to forget about Baby Shark. I think <laughs> just, like, it can be at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'll wake up, and looming in my head will be Baby Shark. And I'll just, like, have to get it out to, to go back to sleep. So maybe that'd be that'd be a good gift to be able to extinguish some of those really catchy children's songs yeah and but do you do the motions too while you're singing it 
be honest. Well, of course. Okay, come on. There's no baby shark without the without the hand signals. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Awesome. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? All right. So I would could it be a person? Can I be a person? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I would totally be Ant Man. And the reason for this is that, you know, he can shrink super, super small. So then you can, like, be a fly on the wall or an ant on the wall um, and just see especially what my kids are saying or thinking or whatever. But then he also has, like, superhuman strength. And so I wouldn't have to ask my boys to help me move these big things or open up jars that I can't get open. Um and also, he talks to ants. So then I would tell the ants in my bathroom to get out of my bathroom. Gosh, that seems like a pretty great compromise. If you had to pick a superpower to be able to get out carpenter ants. I agree. Uh, do you have a favorite hymn? Um, you know, it kind of depends on the circumstance. Because every hymn, I think, has a really good and inspirational message, depending where I am in life, I guess. So um, I wouldn't say I necessarily have a favorite hymn, but like a primary song, I love um, two primary songs that I love. Um, I'm trying to be like Jesus and love one another. Those are my two favorite primary songs. Yeah, those those both were ones that I loved in my years in primary. Uh, Do you have a favorite beverage? I am the most boring person that you'll probably ever meet because I only drink water. And to be even more boring, I don't like ice in my water. I like it cold, but no ice. And I don't like lemon or lime or flavoring. I just like water and I don't drink anything else. So normally I might have like that, that might be a a pushback for me, but because of like the last few interviews I've had, every single person has said Coke or Dr. Pepper or Pepsi. And I've always had to bring up the debate that no one can tell the difference. So I've still found a way in this podcast to bring it up. But um, (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty relieved that there's someone in our ward who doesn't at least like one of those following beverages. So I I think there's, that's, that's a good compromise. (laughs) Uh, if you had to buy a food in large amounts of bulk, what would you buy? Um, well, this one's a really easy one for me because I already buy it in bulk. I love jasmine rice and I buy like so much jasmine rice. My kids probably are so sick of eating jasmine rice, but it's my favorite. So I already buy jasmine rice, buy the 50 pound bag, you know, it's in my basement. So <laughs> Do you, do you eat it plain, or is there something you like to have with jasmine rice? Oh, plain, with butter, with anything, yeah. I, any, anytime. I'll eat it anytime. Good good choice. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite movie or TV show? Um, well, let's see here. I, I do like, I think it was, was it Brother Marconi that said Star Wars superheroes? I'm totally on page with him. I, Sister Hilton, I think, Call the Midwife. I love, like, period piece shows, like Call the Midwife, Downton Abbey, Poldark. Um, I love The Office. I know that you have referenced that. That's our go-to in our house is The Office. Yeah, I I love The Office. I, like, my soul cried when it was removed off of Netflix. I'm going to be real. Like, 
that was the end of me. I've watched it like five times through. Uh, that's like once I ended it, I'd go back to the first episode. Like I'd be crying from the season finale, <laughs> and then I'd be laughing once I saw uh, Dwight Stapler and Jello again. Like that was just the circle of my life. Is I would start, and it'd take me like a week to go through the entire thing, and then I'd start back over. So you're that's... like us. You're exactly <laughs> like us. But did you know that it's on Peacock? So you can yeah. get not all of the seasons, but like the free. Yeah, you can still get it on Peacock because I did download that just so I could go see him again. I I did not know that. I'll have to check that out though. I've I've done a little stuff on Peacock, but I'm not like the biggest fan. Um, do you have a favorite candy? Anything with sugar in it is my favorite. So, so <laughs> just any sugar, or is it like plain sugar, like eating? teaspoons full of sugar is the best option um anything with sugar in it so any and all candy i i i've never met a candy i don't like okay (laughs) i don't i've never had that so maybe that'd be a good thing though if i could get like used to charleston shoes or something there's there's some dark ones or whoppers i'm pretty opinionated when it comes to candy so i love it all bring it on i love it all (laughs) Uh, if you had to paint your entire house one bright, exotic color, what would you paint it? Probably my favorite color, which is blue. Is it like a bright blue or what, what sort of type um, you do? I would say like a cobalt blue, you know, just like a strong blue. Yeah, excellent, excellent choice. Uh, what is your dream job? Um, I think I would love to be an intervener. Do you know what that is? I, I'm not familiar, no. So do you, are you familiar with who Helen Keller is? I'm sure you probably are. Yes, yeah, Okay. Absolutely. So Ann Sullivan, her teacher, was an intervener. And an intervener is somebody who um, teaches blind and deaf kids. So that would be my dream job for when actually years ago when I taught school, I did have a blind student. And that's when I thought, oh, I'd love to do that. But it was more schooling. And at the time, I just didn't want to put the work into it but that would be my dream job yeah I always think that providing like different forms of speech that's the most exciting thing or being able to learn how to do ASL would mm-hmm. be amazing so yeah I'm, I'm with you there if you could master any type of instrument what instrument would it be um well those of you who know the Banks family know that we um have a huge deficit of musical talent in our home and so I would say bagpipes are so interesting. I think I would learn to use, play the bag, bagpipes, I guess. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Um, I'll share my interest in one day, hopefully being able to buy a pair of bagpipes again. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm like intermediate. I have the practice channel, but I think that'd be like the most fun thing. Like if I had to spend an infinite amount of money on anything, I just get a really nice bag bag of bagpipes just a pair so So, you you can play the bagpipes i technically can yes i never have but if you gave me a pair of bagpipes i would be able to i would be able to play them that's awesome (laughs) do you have a favorite book i do um jane Eyre by charlotte bront bronte um yeah it's a i don't know if you are familiar with it it's like an old period piece book probably boring to kids but no I love that book what what draws you towards it 
besides um, just probably the the period you know piece because I, I just love you know, like I said in the shows that I like um, I just love that um, I'm not like a chick flick girl but this is like a chick flick book so I think I well we had to read it in 10th grade when I was in 10th grade and I just fell in love with it and I read it occasionally I have like the the PBS masterpiece theater of it on DVD that I'll occasionally get out. Yeah. I'm a Jane Eyre junkie. (laughs) Uh, Do you have a favorite church authority? Um, you know, I I do like them all. Um, they all have great messages. Um, when Sherry Dew was in the general relief society president, uh, I loved her inspirational talks. I even had an opportunity to go listen to her once in the cities. Don't ask me what she talked about because I definitely don't remember, but I know that she, she made me feel inspired. And so I, you know, I would say Sherry do. Uh, do If you had to always smell one scent, what scent would it be? I'm totally with sister Hilton on this and it would have to be chocolate. Chocolate. Okay. Excellent. I, uh, shortly after we did our episode, she sent me a video of this, this fabulous cake and it was filled to the brim with all these different types of chocolate. Um, and I was pretty, I was pretty jealous. I think it looks so delicious, but chocolate has a very nice scent. Would it, I'm curious, would it be like, what, what type of chocolate would it be? Um, probably milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Okay. So you're not, you're not quite into the dark chocolate phase. Oh, no, I like dark chocolate. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> I like anything with sugar. Not like the too too bitter because it's not sweet enough. But no, I like dark chocolate. Yeah, I, oh. I, don't, I don't complain about sweet stuff. <laughs> uh, do you, what's your favorite song? Um, let's see. I, I, I would probably say I'm so boring. Probably, um, again, I love kids songs and... You know, I was just telling you about Bob Marconi needs to get the Dan Crow CD Word Factory because it has some great songs, um, puns. It talks about pronouns, palindromes. That's the best album, Word Factory. Okay, I'll have to check that out maybe. Um... You You totally need to check it out. It's awesome. Yeah, hopefully, like, by then, I'll be able to age back seven years, and then maybe it'll be more appealing. Um, but, but we'll see. We'll see how that works out. If you could live in one decade forever, what decade would it be? Okay, do I get to pick my socioeconomic status? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, then I would pick probably, like, around the 1920s. Um, you know, women were getting the right to vote, and... Um, just, I don't know. And I think antibiotics were discovered around then because then I wouldn't have to worry about getting an infection and dying. But I would say somewhere around there. I just, I like those old time period. Yeah, I, I think that'd be pretty fun. 1920s has been like a, a few people have said that like in that same era. And I think that's a, that's a pretty fun place to be. Do you have a favorite number? I'm just going to say the number five, probably because I I have five kids. I have five fingers on my right hand and five fingers on my left hand, and they've never let me down. 
I I mean, sometimes I worry in the mornings that I'll have one one too many fingers or <laughs> one less. It's 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 a pretty big concern in my life, you know. Just in the middle of the night, suddenly something happens to my hand. So you know, oh. let's let's hope something traumatic doesn't happen. I hope not either. Yeah, right. Uh if you could live with any animal, what animal would it be? Um Oh, maybe a baby monkey, just because they're so cute. But it would have to be a baby. Always a baby. Okay. You don't, you're not interested after ages a certain amount of time? <laughs> not for a monkey, no. They just have to be cute and <laughs> freeze-dry it into a baby. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what is the best condiment, in your opinion? Okay, this is going to be very controversial for you. Okay, I love mayonnaise. Okay, that's I. You prep me up. I think like out of the range of all the different types of condiments, maybe mayonnaise isn't up there. But I think like from what I've eaten, the amount of mayonnaise that is probably in the daily amount of meals I have is probably very significant. And I think like you, mayonnaise is gross, but it's probably in like every single meal my mom or my grandmother ever has ever made. Um, I mean, so mayonnaise is like the hidden hero of our society. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think that's, I think that's an honorable opinion. Mayonnaise. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you could master the art of making one item, what item would it be? Red meat to grill, to fry, to cook in the crock pot. I, it's epic fail every time I make red meat, except for ground beef. I can do that because you like... You, like, smash the living heck out of it. But, no, red meat, can't do it. Okay, that's, I don't, I I don't cook a whole lot, but maybe that's something I'd also need to work on. But red, <laughs> red meat is as good an answer. Uh, what's your favorite book in the Book of Mormon? Um, I would probably say Third Nephi. I think that was, it's a favorite of a lot of people. Just, I love the story of the three Nephites. It's so fascinating to me. Um, I love Christ blessing the children. I mean, I've said that already. That's like, I love that. Um, it's all good in Third Nephi. Yeah, Third Nephi is fantastic. What makes you laugh? Uh, aside from the office, which that is our go-to laugh, but my family, um, my family, I laugh every day with them, especially, and I don't know if people are familiar, familiar with my oldest son, Brandon, but he is the biggest riot ever. He's so hilarious. And it's just so fun to be around my family. Yeah, family is pretty great. Um, we have a few comedians in our family. And <laughs> there's there's a few just moments where you'll be caught off guard. So I'd, I'd agree. Family is a good, good choice. In your opinion, what is the best season? Hands down, it has to be summer. I I only love warm weather. I don't like ice fishing for me ever. That's that's funny that you say that because um, I'm looking through my notes and if you're remembering past episodes, I think it was Art Peak I was talking to and I was told that I should make a joke about ice fishing and I just realized because I, I do a copy and paste of my notes every single day to edit them or every single week. And so I still have after like in your opinion what's the best season i have an ice fishing joke for season question. he hates <laughs> he hates ice fishing and i was like oh i need to delete that and then now you bring up ice fishing that you don't <laughs> like so that's that's pretty awesome i'll need to change it now 
<laughs> Sister Banks doesn't like ice fishing. No. No cold. No cold weather for me. Don't ask me why I'm here then. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you became famous, what would you be famous for? I'd probably want to be a children's author. Write some children's books. What What would your topic be? Um, just... I don't know, I guess. Um, you know, when I was, cause I used to work in 4k and I would ride the bus with the 4k kids and I would just have kids like, give me like some ideas, like kids names or topics. And then I would just make up a story. And, and as they're riding on the bus, I would just tell them stories that I'd make up along the way. So it'd be about anything, I guess. It could be a, a short, a, a collection of short stories. Right. That, that you have, right. Or it could be about like forgetting things. Uh, that, that might be a second. I probably should do that. <laughs> if you had to run into any celebrity at the airport, who would it be? Um, funny that you say that because I have run into a celebrity at an airport in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I shared an elevator with Lauren Hutton. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, she was a model like, oh, probably 70s, 80s. Um, so that was interesting. And I didn't even say anything to her. I just looked at her. And I also did run it. I worked at a hotel and I um, was at the front desk. And I, if you are a Dukes of Hazard fan, for those of you out there, Denver Pyle, I checked him into our hotel, a.k.a. Uncle Jesse. And I, again, people ask me, what did you say to him? And I said, have a good night. I said absolutely nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't imagine what I'd even say if I ran into a celebrity. Like, what, I bet the amount of attention they get on a daily schedule of, like, hey, your you're blah, blah, is just so much. And so I don't even know what I'd say, because I can't be individualistic. Like, I can't be, you know, unique, because that's, but I don't know. So right. I, I, that's, have a good night is probably the best, the best option. <laughs> Uh, so from here, as many of you may know, Sister Banks has been called as primary president. That'll be your new calling. So just so our ward can get a bit familiar with you um, and who they're leaving their kids with, right? Uh, oh, no. We're, uh, we're going to talk about you and uh, just who you are. So if you could tell us a bit about yourself, like what, what are some hobbies of yours? Um, well, I don't have a ton of time for hobbies anymore, but I do like to watch my kids and their sports they're um in sports year round and so that is enjoyable to me to watch them in their athletics i like to do crafty things i don't have a whole lot of time to do crafty things i mainly just limit myself to making cards because that's just the time that i have i can quick whip out a card and write a thank you note or something like that or a hello or something but um but yeah, I like to do little crafty things. Very fun. I, I saw you at the Holman track meet over at Central. Yes. Uh, so that's that, that was fun. Um, what? So can you tell us a bit about your family? You mentioned you have five kids, right? Yes, I have five kids. My oldest is a daughter, and then she's married and has four kids of her own. And then my son, Brandon, is going to be getting married in June. And then I have a son, Jared, who got married a couple years ago. And then Caden is a senior and Griffin's a junior and they keep me pretty busy. But my oldest is actually um, biologically my niece who we adopted. So, but she's, you know, she's, we love her just 
like we would our other kids. Yeah. Uh, what What are you looking forward to most about your new calling? I think just working with the kids. I love working with kids um, and also getting to know the adults that are in primary. It seems like forever since we've even had a chance to socialize with other people in church. And so just getting to know everybody. Yeah. Uh, and what, what's your line of work? I'm actually the assistant in the library at Viking Elementary in Holman. Okay. And then you said you worked a bit with children, right? In five, 5k. I did. Yeah. I, well, I, I taught school before I had kids. And then um, once my kids were all, you know, into school, then I decided to go back into the, the school, but I did not want to be a teacher anymore. It's just too time consuming, even though people think teachers have it easy because they have the summers off. That's a lie. But anyhow, um, I, I wanted to dedicate most of my time to my kids, but I still love working with, with kids. And um, so, yeah. And uh, were you, were you born in the Wisconsin area or did you come here? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a transplant. I was actually born in Idaho, but when I was two weeks old, I moved to New Mexico and mainly lived in New Mexico with a couple hiccups um, until I was eight. And actually a little fun fact here, Mike, my husband, Mike, and I lived on the same Navajo Indian reservation, but at different times in our lives. And we met in high school. And so we're high school sweethearts. And then we ended up moving out to the Midwest when our oldest son was just six weeks old. Yeah, fantastic. Um, where where were you in the Idaho area? Um, I was born in Twin Falls. And then I lived in Mountain Home for a couple of years when I was in kindergarten and first grade. Yeah. So we have family in Nampa. So that's in sort of like the same sort of area, right? Oh, my um, my best college girlfriend lives in Nampa. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Um, what what do you enjoy most about Wisconsin? Probably the people. That's the one thing I noticed when we moved here is how friendly the people were compared to New Mexico. Um, also the strange thing I thought, how come people don't have fences around their yards? Because if you didn't have a fence in New Mexico, then your stuff would get stolen. And so people here, I just thought were more honest and just more friendly and it's way greener than the desert. And yeah, but the, I don't like the winter. I still don't like the winter, but <laughs> Yeah, we were, whenever we go to different places, like my dad is all from Wisconsin, lived in Wisconsin his entire life, shortly in Oregon, um, but kept the Wisconsin mood and tone. And so anytime we go anywhere, he'll still be nice to everyone. And people are like weirded out because they don't, <laughs> they don't know that. And my mom has like an off and on switch. Um, right. Because she's also from Idaho, right? But um, there's, there's been some like interesting experiences where people are like, why is he being so nice? Like that's right. not how people live <laughs> right what's wrong with you yeah yep <laughs> so, so uh, sort of so uh from here that's that's all the questions i have thank you so much for meeting thank you so much sam you did amazing you're yeah. awesome <laughs> thank you uh also thank you to everyone at home for tuning in to this week's episode